to Golden Craft Run. Sorry, Golden Craft Cast. <laughs> Guitar. We got. Yo, what's happening, everybody? Oh, <laughs> Yo, it's your buddy Sergio Mesky Fresh, and we're here to have some fun and here to have some theme park fun. What's your favorite roller coaster, son? First questions off the bat. That's a good way to start it. It's actually Jaguar. Is Jaguar? Jaguar. Roller coaster. Favorite roller coaster was Jaguar. Yeah. So why was really roller, why was it. it your favorite? So really getting into it, we're talking about theme parks, and we're gonna talk about the chocolate theme parks. The chocolate theme parks. Childhood. Well, Willy Wonka, I guess, would be one of the childhood theme parks. Hershey's Factory. Did you go to? Yeah, I did once. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was really weird, to say the least. Was it like well, Willy Wonka? Weird. Um, it was, it was like a one shop in downtown Disney. <laughs> That's what it was like. What? It was like one small shop from downtown Disney. That's what it seemed oh, like. Geez. Like the world of Disney, Yeah. but just one small segment of it, just in one spot. Yeah. And then everyone drove there and came through to see. But not to lie, there was like a big old, like there was a factory setting around it. They had a, a bronze statue of some dude. Yeah. You know, of it was Hershey weird. himself. Yeah, probably. Probably him. You're just like... Oh. They made a character that was literally one of their bars with eyes. Like, oh, so they on, actually dude. had their iconic character, but they Yeah, let's make it a little more creative. Why not the cacao They didn't nut? release it. Or, you know... Yeah. No, they did release it. And that was a huge figurine that you How come I don't know anything about it? Because it's Hershey's, okay? <laughs> it's weird, you know? It's weird. We wanted to talk about this because, you know, we're at a time where... We can't go to theme parks, but we could always remember them, cherish them, and once COVID is done, we're gonna fucking go all out. I mean, <laughs> that's probably not lives. what I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna chill out <laughs> for like at least a year and just see how it goes. I respect that. Honestly, you know, because I even that. went to the beach like a couple months ago and I was just like, whoa, like everybody's just way, yeah. there's way too many people here. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, weird. everyone wants to be on vacation, but you know. I, this is what I promote. If you go out to the mountains and you're with yourself and somebody else. Yeah. Or with like two other people, like, you know, mm -hmm. you kind of, you're kind of in your own isolation spot. You're away from everybody right. else. And, you know. It gives you like, time to breathe. It gives, dude. Oh, my God. The air out there was amazing. Man. I imagine. I feel stuffy over here. Dude, you don't even know. It's crazy. You're like, you don't even know. Yeah. I mean, this is what this episode is about. It's about vacation, you know. And people want to stay on vacation Well, forever. that's what you think of as vacation forever. is going to a theme and park. Ever. It's a tourist destination, so, you know. Which is like that Chevy Chase movie. Exactly. Which was called... Family Vacation. Exactly. Yeah. Where were they going? Wally World. A theme park, baby. <laughs> 
So we're here to break it down. We're going to bring it to the good old times and the good old days when you could buy cotton candy and a hot dog without any COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we will have better, better vacations. And you know what? The main thing about this whole podcast right now is when this is all over, we want a permanent vacay. It already seems like most of us are <laughs> going through that. <laughs> Which is actually introducing our first beer of the That's night. That's the name of the beer. <laughs> yeah, it's a permanent vacay IPA from... Peak support. Uh, it's 7%. Exactly 7%. It I love is how he says IPA. pizza. Pizza. <laughs> peak support. Peak support. I'm at Domino's so. pizza. Who knows? I don't know. Pizza Pop Citra. Motorica? Motica. Motuka? I don't know. I'm butchering it, but hey. Motuka. 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 That probably sounds right. Motuka. Yeah. It's just. Citra Motuka. Right. That sounds right. Well, it's a bright red label on the can that says vacay. It's a pizza port ale. It is a 16 ounce pint. It's a pint. Me, 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 me. I don't know. I just picked it. So, you know. Okay, so apparently pizza port has been around since 1987. Okay. Ooh, one of the theme parks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking theme parks. That's 1987 was one of them. In the 80s, we were really big. Yeah, we're going to talk about a ride that came out in 1987. Uh, So, basically, this is a very... It looks like an island. There's like a motorcycle. There's a girl chilling on the beach. There's a surfer looking out of the waves. There's a dude fishing. There's a guy in the tunnel on the shore. There's a guy just chilling out, hanging loose. It's a very bright graphic cover of um, people... and vacation. it's all white people. All of them are white. They're None all of them white. There's no diversity at all except for that guy in that barrel. He probably is the only guy that's right. So yeah. you see uh, part of the beach, uh, part of the island, the cliffs of the island, and down to the beaches. We got a whole bunch. It looks of people like a game board. Just you know, relaxing, each doing their own thing. On the other half, on the other side, you see the guy just relaxing in the hammock. In a good old time between two palm trees. This is an IPA, correct? Yeah, it is an IPA. To the craft. To the craft. Whoa. Oh, comes in like a wave. Whoa. Hold up. Wait a minute. This that tastes like fucking huh? fruity pebbles, dog. <laughs> That tastes like an IPA of Fruity Pebbles. Uh, I don't taste that. You don't taste that. Take another sip. A long one. A long chug. It just tastes really fresh up front and just... It's very hoppy. It tastes like goddamn Fruity Pebbles. It tastes like... Should I be worried? It tastes (laughs) like Fruity Pebbles, man. I, I'm not tasting fruity pebbles. You're tasting citrus, right? Mostly the citrus. Okay, yeah. But I can only feel it at the aftertaste of it. Okay, the aftertaste, it's leaving like kind of like a bitterness on my tongue. Yeah, this is the hoppiness of it. It's right? the hoppiness of it. Maybe it has to do with the temperature that we're at. Right. But 
Hey man. Yeah, to it's me, still delicious. Yeah, this is fucking it's clean. delicious. It it you know what? It's an accent of the orange dreamsicle. Right? Maybe. Take, get another taste hold on. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I don't know. I'm not getting it. I'm getting like a haziness. But I think you really want to compare it to the No, because that's Creepsicle. that's the first thing I thought when I tasted it, you yeah. know? They have another beer that they say that tastes just like Fruity Pebbles. But this would be like the IPA version of that. Or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, we still have to do that uh, cereal beer. good, man. <laughs> the cereal oh, the beers. cereal beers. Yeah, man. Okay, the first yeah, thing no. is Childhood Parks, baby. Childhood Parks. So, where did you go to... What was the one park that you went to, like, most as a child? You first. Me first? Yeah, you first. All right. For me, it was Knott's Berry Farm. Why? Why? Yeah. All right, so... They grow vegetables there and fruits. Uh, Mostly fruits. Mostly fruits and and vegetables. Chicken. And chicken? They used to do chicken. They had poultry farms? Yeah. Why do you think they have ghost town and all that? All right, let let me get into that. Okay. I mean, they have so many amazing rides there. And throughout the whole years, they just add, like, more and more and more. And it's just, like... What are you talking about? They haven't added any in the last two... They've done restorations. The last one they done... The last ride they ever got was... uh, The one that we went last time. When it goes up and you go vertically down. But I forgot what it was called. um, that's... It was actually called Hang Time. Hang time. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you stay (laughs) basically 90 degrees facing down. Right. And it just hangs you over the ledge of this. It looks like basically, what is it called? Uh, the, The plummet ride. Uh, perilous plunge. Yeah, where someone someone died. Someone apparently died. Yeah, I heard stupid ass rumors that someone got decapitated. That's probably how. Well, who knows? There's nothing up there. It's just like free air. And no, somebody fell out, and then and then they got decapitated. And on. then the coaster went over them. I think that's what happened. I, I mean, I don't want to get into I don't know details. How, yeah. I don't know the facts here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm speculating. This is strictly speculation. I mean, that's what the theme parks are for. Like, you have speculations like, oh, yeah, somebody died in this ride. Yeah, but that's what it all is. That's what it's always chopped up to, and then someone gets paid off. Right. And it's not heard of again. Oh, God. You know? <laughs> but, uh... It got yeah, heard I'm, of. I, I'm pretty sure shit went down on the log ride. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure motherfuckers got hurt on the log ride and they never said shit about it. It was never secured. It's just Dude, like, to it's this just day, it's, it's a just like... It's a bar that you hold on to. It's basically a fucking Pyrex piece of uh, plastic that you ride in with holes for your hands that metal is attached to in Pyrex. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like a carbon fiber mold of fucking a log. Dude, it's dangerous. It's As, fucking weak. It's fucking dangerous. The material is weak and you could hurt yourself. Okay, you know what? I gotta say the <laughs> truth, though. Like, log rides. when I went to Disney World right. and they had the log ride over there at Splash Mountain, mm-hmm. it was like the double-sided one where you could fit like six to eight people, I think. Right. That shit was solid. It was like 
uh, Pirates of the Caribbean log. I'm serious. Very it was like story. it was like the size of a Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. kind of thing, but a log. Mm-hmm. And that shit fucking woo, that shit was dope. Right. Talking about uh Pirates of the Caribbean and also Splash Mountain. Right. What's going on with Splash Mountain right now? They want to petition to be a different a different theme. Well, they actually already have petitioned. Yeah, for it to they already be a have a petition. Theme. I don't know what Under, they, Do you know what the theme is? Yeah, Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. Just to um, make up for that. Which I think would Races be fucking undertone. sick as fuck. Honestly, I'm for I, it too. I'm totally for Look, that. I'm for it too because it's right close to like um, New Orleans, like that area. That is the. They could literally make Tiana's restaurant if they were smart enough to do right. that. In between, I, honestly, I wouldn't doubt that. I'm giving they would Disney do that. ideas. They should be. I think they're already it. thinking about this as it is. You know. Well, yeah, they probably already did. Because a lot of people well, already no, pointed out. Actually, you could. In 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 uh you know New Orleans Square you could go down and get yourself a mint julep and a little uh what are those cakes the little what are they called um the powder the like the, the powdered powder the funnel cakes no it's not a funnel cake <laughs> like, like I'm saying like they could really make a profit off of it and they they're already selling the beignets and they're selling the mint juleps. From uh, that old, you mean New Orleans, New Orleans Square? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I honestly don't know much of the name. Dude, the seven point is getting to me. It's very. It says on the top. It says, "Good beer brings good cheer." Uh, that's pretty. I cool. like that. Yeah, I actually like that. Uh, just to explain why, like, I chose Nas as like my, my childhood park. It's because, like, um, back in the days, my dad used to work for a car dealership, and he paints and restores cars. So they did, like, a company picnic, and they would always go for knots. So they would, like, have complimentary tickets to go to knots. And then yeah. at one point, we go to, over to the other side where they have, like, the picnic area. Yeah. And we would have, like, a company picnic right there. And I remember they gave us, like, free gifts. And there was like a raffle and everything. It was just like so big. Yeah. It's just very celebrated. So we went every year up to like uh, when I was like very little to up to like when I was like 10 or 12. Well, that's something you did with your sisters and your family. Yeah, exactly. Like today I was, I mentioned my to my sister like, oh, we're going to do a podcast on theme parks. And then they were, I instantly started remember, we used to go to Ghost Rider first thing we saw it. The first thing. Because it was by the entrance. So it was just like... <laughs> no, but you like needed right to know what direction to go to once you yeah. got in to get to Ghost Rider because it's kind of like off-putting. Once you get into Ghost Town, it's kind of like, oh, this way leads you into like all the shit. Yeah. You think Ghost Riders are going to be that way, but it's behind you technically. Like you go in and then it's like kind of like behind you, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's weird, but man, I got to say <laughs> the best thing I remember about Knott's is missing a day from school to go to Knott's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite fucking That's thing. actually the best. <laughs> That's the best like ditch. you and your friends <laughs> get together. All right. And you know, that's when the motherfuckers come out that 
they really got the money, right? The kids in the class that really got the money, right? Like, They're yeah, just like giving like, oh yeah, I got a hundred dollars spending nuts. Like uh, buying all these like little trinkets and all these doodads like, oh, and I got a pass. I'm going to stay afterwards and I'm going to hang out because I got a pass. And I just like, divorce hey, the you know what? <laughs> That's tight. I wish I was that fucking kid, you know? But but even then, you're happy and you're to have a fucking fuel trip to a theme park where they let you ride the log ride to see what nature was like back in the bay, back in the day, back in the bay, back in the day, <laughs> to bay. see what nature was like back in the day and to see these claim jumpers cooking their food I on mean, the side of the and these cougars coming out and all these fucking crazy. I get it, the wilderness, wilderness shit. yeah. But it was, it was an uh, artificial wilderness, really. Yeah, but that I mean, was, was they like, were trying to portray real shit that went down back yeah. in the day. I mean, that was the point. It was just like to bring you to like a different era. Like we got Ghost Town, right? You know, Man. that's uh, Wild West. That's actually how not started. Like it started with like it was a berry farm, and then eventually I got so much attraction, and they said like, "Hey, let's recreate the Wild West," and you could go in there for like three bucks. When they first opened. Well, not only that. Well, when they first and opened, you could go in there for three bucks. For three huh? bucks. Into for an Ghost adult, Town and for an everything. Adult. Yeah, for no, just just Ghost Town because Ghost Town was the And only they had thing. food and everything set up? Yeah, they did. Damn, they probably had those same bills from Dude, when they opened. Three dollars and for adult, one for kids. And it was a little ghost town, and then it expanded to like um, uh, Casa California or Plaza California, which is the Mexican theme. And then they want to introduce that culture, and then it expanded even more. They even added like a Warring Twenties like sector. Really? Yeah, At you could actually point? see it. Yeah, it's where like, is it? You know where uh, the dinosaur ride was? Like, oh yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, the, around the that area by in the that boardwalk. Nineteen twenties, which made sense because like nineteen fifties kind of. Yeah, it was like no, it was like nineteen. 1920s uh, and literally they built like the boardwalk have you seen the refurbishments on the Bigfoot Rapids ride no I haven't seen it (laughs) awesome is it better awesome alright so apparently they got uh, the Disney company industrial lights and magic lights and magic baby ILM. ILM they got ILM involved with two of their projects one of them was the old mining ride right the old mining train that you would go through yeah calico mine calico mine that was the first one and the second one was Bigfoot Rapids mm. so in going in line you could see certain animatronics already doing their thing. Oh, really? So you could see a fox. You could see chickens in a coop. You could see a cougar. You could see beavers. You can see a bear. And talking about what section, the 1920s section. Yeah. When you turn that corner and you go around... Mm-hmm. Okay, there is a big old box of dynamite, like a dynamite plunge, kind of how they have in Toontown. Oh, really? Where it's interactive. <laughs> so you can interactive, You well, I guess that's not the way to say the thing, is 
you can be interactive with the ride. Like anybody that's outside can interact with the ride by pressing the plunger on the cargo. Yeah. And it'll blow up a certain part of the ride <laughs> and blow up with water so water will get all over the person oh that is so or cool the, yeah it's fucking awesome that is so cool. I saw all, that's but, a good addition but this is the even better part <laughs> sometimes the people that press down on the plunger they get the water shot back at them <laughs> they have little spouts where they can shoot back at them and get them wet that's funny especially just imagine it's comedy yeah just imagine the kids it was a, uh, but there's like two siblings and like it's my turn it's my turn and when she finally does it it's like look at my face hilarious hilarious now that's to say the least I have a very contradictory history with Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, contradictory, you say. I like the rides. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I like the rides. But I can't do Supreme Scream, dude. I can't do it. And that's why I got to say it's one of my favorite rides. <laughs> because it's the I, one you, you know, I literally most. can't do it. Like, I don't know about you. I could do it. But when I fall down, I clench so tight that my gooch... Gets a cramp. It's it's a gooch cramp. So you go. So you have like a certain twitch when you go down. No, like, it's <laughs> like when it no when it bounces off. It just like it's just. I could imagine that shit. It's just a clench. Just I don't know his, what to his do. His legs are like crunching as he's going down. It's like. It's no, like it's a weird. Eagle. It's like, like dude, the only thing holding you down <laughs> is literally two pieces of metal and fucking these big fucking like nylon kind of or styrofoam holsters that are on your shoulders that is not accurate just saying yeah it is what is it what, what, what's the material that they use it's fiber you know it's, it's fiber it's metal fiber thick ass metal fiber it's like styrofoam to me honestly <laughs> it's like a thick styrofoam that's what well, you said I about don't the like ride. that fucking ride okay. and that's why it's my favorite you know what I respect that because there's a handful of people that can't handle that ride I like really that ride. No, I like that ride, bro. Yeah. But I can't do it. I just won't do it. It has to be a situation for me to do it. Okay. So it's it puts so much fear into you that you actually respect it? Like the ocean? Dude, well, let me <laughs> tell you. You know about the other history of the rides there that they've gotten stuck yeah. up at the top. Sky Cabin a couple years ago. A lot of times. A lot of times. Every years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the most recent is the, 20, the 2016 one. And then after that, they remodeled and then they actually put aside like an from AC that, unit. Aside from that, but it happens, okay? It happens. At knots. Yep. 18 people okay. stuck up there. 130 feet up. <laughs> so what's your second one? Silver bullet. Silver bullet? <laughs> I'm kidding. Why? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. Silver bullet is the best ride Goddamn ride ever. <laughs> it's the best fucking ride there. It is the first thing you see when you get into the entrance. Literally. No, what you see, the first thing you see when you get there as soon as is you a look bunch up. of fucking cars in the fucking parking lot. But I'm talking about like the entrance to get in the fucking park. That's literally the no, first thing the you first see. No, the first thing I see when I get there is Ghost Rider. And I'm sorry, Ghost Rider. I love Ghost Rider. Okay, literally going into the park like by car. Because I'm talking about like walking in there. 
on I the entrance. No, no. <laughs> this is my thing is walking there in the entrance. The first thing you notice is Ghost Rider, bro. It's a giant wooden roller coaster. You <laughs> you hear all this fucking like tracking. It's like, oh shit, I'm about to get in there. All right. Like that's what you hear. Like you see Montezuma's Revenge up on the right. To be very clear, you see Montezuma's Revenge. Nowadays, I barely see it. And honestly, ah, oh, fuck. You know what? I fucked up. Why? That wasn't my top two. It's too late. Okay, honorable mentions. No, my mentions. top two. Honorable mentions. <laughs> no, my real top two. Oh, jeez. My real top <laughs> two is fucking. You know what I'm talking about? You motherfucker. Those are my top two. Extreme Accelerator. Accelerator is the best ride at Knott's, hands down. Right, I agree. It's fucking sick. Do you know how it propels the roller coaster up into the fucking horseshoe? It's like um, it's like something repulsing it like backwards, and then it's like sort of like a slingshot, it's right? Fucking electrified magnets. So it pulls you back, and the magnets just like no. The magnets, what they do is the magnets go all the way up until the horseshoe. Okay. Yeah. So what it does is it basically goes positive and negative, positive, negative, positive, negative, Wait. positive, negative. Hold on. How are you gonna say that when it's like a launch? It's a launch coaster. Like it pulls as soon it as is. it is. Okay, as soon it as it like releases whatever. That's the speed that you're going to, and then at no, the point where this is the crazy part. No, but I'm telling. How does peak, it get you to that point? Downed. How does it get you to that point? That's what you're asking, right? Right. How does it get you to that speed? Well, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's, it's retracting literally, something down, and it's something that's actually first evolved from Six Flags Superman ride. Right. It was the magnetic pool of negative and positive. I know how manics work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what okay. the fuck I'm yeah. talking about. But basically, for the layman, it basically pulls and pushes magnets that are underneath the car. Okay. So away the from the magnet. situation. Yeah. Okay. So they use magnets, really strong magnets. Really strong magnets that are electrified, and basically they push it to a speed that it could fucking just flow to. Yeah. So that's when you see three, two, one on the fucking thing. Mm -hmm. You're literally being pushed by magnets all the way up, and then you go back down, and just velocity takes place. Right. You go and you finish the ride. That's it. Yeah. But the whole start of the ride is the ride. Yeah. That's the beginning of the ride, and that's the end of the ride. Exactly, because it just goes over in a second. And it's fucking awesome. And yeah. you see all of Buena Park like once the, you get to yeah, the top. I like the concept of it, like, you know, having to go 1950s really fast. 1950s fucking Bel Airs. That's what it looks like. It's like fucking like Hot right. Rod Bel Airs, dude. 1920s. It's sick. Um, you know? Talk about the 1920s. I'm going to talk about my top two. Top two on this. Motherfucker. So back in the days, they used to have a ride in the Warring 20 section of the park. It was called the Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. Whoa, what? Yeah. The Kingdom of the Motherfucking Dinosaurs. You mean Knott's had this yeah, place? Yeah, they had this there. place. 
for how long? They had this until 1987, till sometime in the 2000s, I'm not sure exactly. Wait, is that where the time, the time capsule ride takes place from? Yeah, that's the time capsule. That's where it starts from. Wait, what are you talking about? Like, that that's where it stems from, like, that's yeah. the beginning of Well, they um, constructed a 1920s plaza, and then they added that right later on, and, and it was like, okay. With dinosaurs, and it was like, yeah. we're going back in time. Hey, we're back, we're dinosaurs. That's what he says, right? No. <laughs> that's what he says. But that was the theme of it, because, like, uh, they had a whole story where, like, a fucking mad scientist... From the 1920s, actually sent their like their guests back to the past. Yeah, you know, and it was cool. You got to see his whole library and everything. Yeah, it and was like you, a whole laboratory. You go in and it was like it's like no. weird, like Einstein looking yeah. dude. No, you must turn back. You must turn back. <laughs> and then, sorry if that yeah. is playing really loudly in your car right now, because I know it probably is it if did. you're listening to it in but your car. The one thing that this made it this ride is the sounds and the sound production behind it is fucking awesome. This is nothing but sounds, you know, the different cues like going into this dark ride. And Yo. every time you go back into the past, it's literally like a electrical. Are you really like yeah. trying to? I'm trying say to ex- that Knott's Berry Farms dinosaur ride was better than Abraham Lincoln's presentation in fucking Disneyland. Yes, I am. That going to is complete. That. Okay, I'll give you this much. <laughs> I actually never said that. <laughs> I never said that. You, you never that. said that, but I'm just getting this. You're like taking way more influence from it. I don't yeah. know. You tell me though. Okay, so that was my ride whole little story came out in the 80s and it was basically a dark ride with like dinosaur animatronics and you know if you went there as a kid that shit's fucking awesome and I'm just gonna fucking say that (laughs) my other top two is a ride called Jaguar and Jaguar is basically a kiddie roller coaster a very high kiddie coaster and honestly it's like probably recommended to go on that fucking ride because that shit was a breeze okay remember that ride which one Jaguar oh Jaguar dude you just want to hype up Jaguar like that was like the main attraction for little kids going into the extreme version of that's why it's my top two because it's my childhood that was a hybrid it was my childhood ride like and and you know why it sounded like and you know why it was called Jaguar is because it sounded like a Jaguar when it went around the turns it would go did you know about this though that they actually had five blow out at the end that was the jaguar they had fire blow out at the very end double check on this and shit. then yeah, yeah. The, some ladies hair caught on fire and it was over with <laughs> they were like we're not gonna do this anymore obviously yeah. that's a big lawsuit so they stopped that and montezuma's revenge is a crazy one and i'm crazy like dude montezuma's revenge is a sketchy fucking ride there's no shoulder restraints it's basically just, just gravity that's holding you in the seats. It's just like it's a velocity handle. and gravity. It's just a big giant handle going down to your waist, and that's all you're holding. It's scary, to. dude. Yeah, I feel way more secure in Silver Bullet. It feels, it feels like a little rickety. It feels it's a little very like- rickety. Dog. <laughs> it's like, well, I'll, I'll say this: it's though. shaky, but I as trust far as it. amusement park roller coasters go. 
The New York, New York roller coaster sucks fucking balls. Hey. Okay, yeah, I don't I think they do maintenance too. on that motherfucker. Just saying. All right. I don't think they do maintenance. They've been on out of business York, for a while. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Dude, I went on that ride and I bought the whole package where I was like, I got the ride, oh, I got geez. the arcade tickets, I got the hot dogs and a t shirt. And this is I why you go to package. Stratosphere. <laughs> I got the whole package, okay? Right. And as soon as we got on, we were like, oh. Oh fuck! We shouldn't have got on this fucking ride. It's fucking rickety. It's like a carnival roller coaster. You almost tilted going down. Like, are you serious? Like, no, this is not okay. This is not what you can do legally. I'm pretty fucking sure. Like, dude, the the roller coasters at Circus Circus are better than this for sure. You know, um, since Vegas is not really like operating right now, it is operating right now. Is it? Yeah, it totally is. I don't think the rides are operating. Are they the still operating? rides are operating. Casinos are operating. They closed Shit all the operating. They, they, they already closed the casinos down, though. That was the thing. Last time you went was, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, my top two on my top rides. Top two. <laughs> top two. So, what was your childhood park? It was obviously Disneyland. Well... It is Disneyland. Huh? I was scared <laughs> of Universal Studios. Why? Because of the fucking quality of their performers. What do you mean? Beetlejuice. Okay. He scared the shit out of me when I was fucking like that guy was seven hilarious. <laughs> was it really? Was it really Universal? Come on, let's talk Disneyland. Since the time I was little, I've known the park known as Disneyland. It's true. Really? What's the, give us a brief history on that. Well, I mostly went there for the food. <laughs> but then it grew into an attraction of different segments of secret things. There were secret things that were involved in the park. And there were secret things that you could find. You mean you like know? hidden Mickeys? Hidden Mickeys, you know. Uh, Club 23. Club 23. You know, there was I, there was old, you know, yeah. segments of what used to be there. Uh, including in the Pooh ride. If you look back in a segment, you could see the old uh, country bear jamboree. Yeah. Moose and deer and game basically it was segmented like hunting trophies yeah i never noticed in that. the beginning there was a segment where there Careful. was a, a deer a bison and a fucking okay uh, it was a deer a bison and a pig i think member pig like no not like a pig like a fucking warthog like a fucking like a boar yeah like a boar okay i think it was that Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody, okay? Yeah. But this is what I remember, man. I remember seeing some spotlight theatrical shit mm -hmm. where you would go into a theater, kind of like the Muppets, right. and it was a small theater where you could sit and watch the animatronic show of Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah. I, remember, that, I actually remember that show. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm talking about? Like Country Bear Jamboree? The show, yeah. Yeah, okay, so like all those motherfuckers with the whole. Yeah. And they used to go hard on the country songs. Yeah, I know what they're talking about. I know. Okay, so that. Thanks to Disney. That itself <laughs> brought so. I think that itself brought so many people 
from the East Coast and the Midwest on over to Cali. Yeah. That's what really broke the I mean, threshold. When you're talking of, about, yeah. You know, this when is you're talking I'm, about like um, that wilderness section of the park and then New Orleans and then, you know, basically the whole area where it has like the Lake of America. Like that's basically America right there. That's like the most patriotic yeah. section of the park. It's fake water. It's, it's died. You know. <laughs> it comes uh, from all the lakes of fucking I mean, America. I mean, they're trying to give oath to something that has been very well demolished in American society. Yeah. Which, okay, you can look dark. up to that and be like, hey, man, that's actually cool that they're bringing that aspect in. Mm-hmm. Just like Knott's was, right? Right. And they do to this day. Yeah. They bring that cultural aspect of indigenous cultures and like Native Americans. Yeah. Into the park. Yeah, they have culture of uh, New Orleans has a has a freaking unique culture in America, you know, and they have a whole section like right there where Holland, it's beautiful, man. And you don't see that. that kind of thing yeah. anywhere else. You don't see that at Six Flags. You're, you know what I'm saying? You don't see that yeah. at at you know Adventureland. You don't see that at, at SeaWorld San Diego. Yeah, you, you know? don't even you, see that in Legoland. You don't see that often, man. And it's really, it, that's what I feel like. That is the beauty of yeah. a lot of theme parks because it shows educationally to kids that you can make a profit off of your yeah. dreams. I mean, it's all based on like the time we got like operated, you know, because we have like Knott's Berry Farm, which is like from the um, 1920s, 1930s, it began. And they wanted to carry that culture of the Wild West, you know. So, going back to Disneyland. <laughs> what do you really like? What? Why are you so fond about Disney? Okay. Cause the thing about Disney to me is... I know you guys were like the Disney is, family. Is the history, okay? The the history has to do a lot with it, man. It's a... Uh, when it first opened in It, it runs very deep because, you know, when my mom came to the country and my dad came to the country, that was an epitome of success. For them was going to Disneyland. To Disneyland, you know. Yeah, I expect that. It's very earnest. You know, that yeah. was that's what they could look forward to, man. Yeah. In the situations that they were in, that was the highest fucking thing that you could like aspire for. I feel like in that certain time, like you could go to an Oz, like our our dads went to an Ozzy concert. Yeah, you know, As we mentioned before. Yeah. And uh, you know, my mom's thing was she wants to go to Disneyland. Yeah, that was the dream. Yeah. You know? So with doing that, she was like, "Dude, I made it to California. I yeah. made it to the United States." Right. This is kind of like a and statement it, of yeah. being an AP, an annual pass holder, you it, know? Yeah, it's just funny because uh, I don't want to make a light of the situation, but it was very convenient. She came over to um, L.A. area. And it so happens that this land is on Anaheim, California. And it was just right there. And it, to be able to be in one of like the most unique parks of America or the whole world in general was just like an honor. It's just like it's right there. You got to think about it, man. It's it's the richest country mm-hmm. in the richest state in the richest one county. Of the ri- one of the richest state, yeah. One of the richest state and the richest county. Yeah. The like, county, how can yeah. you compare that to... I would say, I would say like, um, Disneyland was a part of, like, what made the OC as it is, you know? Because it was a destination Oh, very point. much, because yeah. what they basically did 
was they bought out farmland yeah. from Anaheim and they used that as the starting point for yeah, Disneyland. Because you could buy a certain amount of acres and say like, okay, this and is And don't get me park. wrong, man. There is horror stories about that. I don't, I don't want to chop up Walt Disney to be the motherfucking... This history about You it. know, the the great man. Well, he is yeah. a great man, man. Yeah, man. He is. He is. Yeah, he but the thing a- is, is, is... You could say the same thing about Adolf Hitler, but what did what did he do? Oh, you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I don't want to compare. I don't want to compare to the two. Yeah, it was just a very unique mind. It's it's a very unique mind. It's a very unique. It's a very intentions. unique thing. Yeah. that happens in human culture is to actually develop. Yeah. something from scratch, from a plan. Okay. From a fucking train, from a doodle on a train, yeah. and develop that into the American dream. Right, because that's he was, That was his American dream, you know. He got he his was, character and he turned it into. Yeah, he turned his character and then he just wanted to move on into park. something bigger. Yeah, like a theme park. Like the idea that he actually wanted a theme park is because uh, he took his kids to like an amusement park and say like, "Hey, why don't you make something like this but bigger?" And you know. With something that I want, something that well, I you, could imagine. You know the story, right? Yeah, wanted to like make a park, something out of like um, based on his movies, based on like um, European aesthetics, and he wanted to make it like very imaginative. And he even had like a whole uh, blueprint. If you see it like in a bird's eye view, it's like a unique structure that they made. Like if you go to like Main Street, mm-hmm. there's a it's just very crazy how like everything's just like at the same height, but the range of like the entire like uh, Main Street makes it seem like yeah. the castle is much bigger or the place is much bigger and much spacious. Well, that's, that's the really thing. Not, that's a whole imagineering yeah. aspect of it. Is they literally created their own like sector of people that are specifically in charge of making the park. Yeah. Which those people are called Imagineers. Imagineers. Is in I mean it's I feel like it's an honor to be like an imagineer. Even Have you seen the Imagineering seven. uh I yeah, I actually seen it. What is it called? Uh the Imagineering Story. The Imagineering Story on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Definitely recommend. If it, you're really a Disney fan and you want to know what's going down with real shit, yeah. that is where it's at. And if you want to see how everything works and how the fucking magic works, <laughs> you might want to watch the documentary. And it's basically how the Imagineers, the engineers behind, the, the people behind Disneyland, how they constructed like a ride. Everything from like the design of it to like the technical aspects of it and they really get into like the nitty gritty of it all you know and there's some people that and, and you know what the best part is what's up is I find is they they call out their fuck ups yeah they call out their fuck ups because they, said, they, they they said to themselves they turn that, it around into a learning curve what yeah, it was what they like, try to do is like they try to make Hollywood land and California Adventure like they did that limo ride with fucking Jackie Chan and Drew Carey and like there all is these a, random 90s actors we could get a different uh, and Chris podcast Rock and like shit. all these fucking weirdos and like it, they just everyone looks so weird no yeah. one looked flattering at all yeah but that's okay. the thing about this thing like they fuck up a lot. 
not just like you know here, but like in uh, different aspects of the world. Yeah, because well, in this and that Paris, you know what I gotta say about that was actually a failure. Is is they're fucking up in in a theatrical you know entertainment aspects as far as we can see. Right. You know. And, I want to say and fuck they, up. They're trying. Well, well, they're learning. Well, a fuck up's a fuck up, but you learn from your fuck ups. Okay. You know. Well, I feel That's like it's just like because uh, this whole thing is happening, and then um, this and like being like pioneer of like you know of America corporations, they want to uh, reparate like their mistakes. Yeah. In a way, you know. Well, I mean, can you? I mean, there, That's there's, been, a good question. There, there's been many rides that Disneyland has had that have killed people. Right. You know? I mean, what ride hasn't killed Hoover. people? Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, you know, like... Things have killed people, you know, and yeah. I think that's one thing that we got to bring up for every theme park, man. Yeah. You know, let, let, let's talk about the truth here. You know, you lived, you learned, you know, as as a fucking corporation, as a fucking yeah theme park, as a you know, you're trying to be a family entertainment center. Yeah, that's and goal. it's really hard because you like do. There's a lot. You of do legalities. yeah. You do a lot of experimentations. You do a lot of things that. A lot of things that you think like would be best of the public interest, and it just goes totally sour. Like with Disneyland Paris, mm-hmm. that didn't go well. The Europeans, yeah. everyone yeah. like from Paris was just like, yeah, Dude. nobody liked it at first because it was too Americanized. It was it Americanized, but it was also like they saw it as a capitalist, like. Um, it was America trying to make a buck. That's what they saw it, it, it They saw it That's as a capitalist seemed, invasion you know? of their property, you know? And it'd be like, you know, we don't want your shit over here, dude. Like, keep your shit in your own country. You know, don't try to invade us. Don't try to, like, put embassy in every, like, country in this world, which we actually do have, like, every embassy in whatever, like, country would allow that. And I kind of see that as invasion. Why isn't there like Mexican embassies, anything like that? The fuck? Because I think at the end of the day, it comes to deals and it comes to money. You know what I'm saying? Back channeling. I mean, think about Universal Studios. Yeah. You know, they're the competitor. Yeah, they're the competitor. California, also Florida. You know? Yeah, like I would say, like Universal is like the ultimate competitor. Before we I'm get guessing. into Universal Studios, I gotta talk about my top two at Disneyland. Okay. Oh, I was getting carried away. I'm sorry. All right. Top two. All right. Uh, so yeah, I gotta say, what's your top two on Disney rides? Disneyland rides. Man, let me tell you, man. There's been a lot of memories. No memories. On Disneyland's, man. <laughs> All right. I gotta say. I woke up the whole neighborhood. Definitely, the first ride would be Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Why? A dark ride? Because first you start out in a fucking mansion, then you exit out of hell. Mm. You realize that? Mm. And they literally have a heater in there so it can blow hot air on you. Isn't that the whole plot of the movie? No, it wasn't. So it's it was completely different. Way different, bro. Honestly, I never watched the movie, or I don't think I it's even got short. to that right. It's a short. Okay. It's a short. All okay. Right. Yeah. It's called Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and Disney actually made a live version of this movie. Really? Yes. They made a live version of this movie, which was a weird British version, 
and they had like these weasels that were wearing like Coolio glasses. Oh, really? Like fucking like like just black. Was it like the same fucking... weasels from Roger Rabbit? No, dude. Like, like they look like white dude. They were like white dudes with fucking glasses and tails. Like they, those were the weasels, you know? Yeah. But I gotta say, some of the things that they did with the fucking imagery were way out of fucking line for their time, dude. Yeah. Um, some images to make them look smaller than they actually were because if you think about it, toads, fucking weasels, and um, moles, and what's the other one? Badgers. Badgers. What's the other one? You didn't say bears? Ratty. 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 Rats? Ratty. Ratty? Yeah, that's his friend, Ratty. Was Toad's friend was Ratty. Oh, really? Was Ratty, Mole, and Like Badger. I said, I've never actually seen that short, so... Okay, I so just, basically... Well, I'm familiar with the premise, though. This was the thing, bro, is they... Okay, long story in three <laughs> sentences. Here we go. Toad is intrigued with automobiles and other mechanics. Yeah. Period. Toad acknowledges automobile and trades deed mm-hmm. of his house of Toad Manor for a weasel's automobile at a bar. Right. Toad fights back to get the deed. <laughs> That's it. He was a little badass. Him and his friends were fucking badasses, and they fucking did inconspicuously fucking crazy. And that is the first Fast and the Furious movie ever made. <laughs> Fast and the Furious, pre-K, TK. All right, so, all right, so what's your second one? My second clearly has to be the first steel roller coaster oh. in the Western Hemisphere. The Matterhorn, Matterhorn Mountain. The Matterhorn? Yeah. That's the shit, dude. That is the shit. It dips you into water. You get to go buy some animatronic fucking abomination. You almost feel like you're going to lose your head at some sites. point, yeah. And depending on what side of the ride you get on, you have a different experience. And there's a basketball court underneath it. That's what I hear, man, but, you know... I like, saw it. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, there I is. I really don't know. Yeah, there is. Because every cast member that I know confirms that shit. Yeah. But what was it about the Matterhorn that you really like? Like, what was the thing that just, like, made it what Disneyland was or is? The Matterhorn, to me, holds many whimsical and Disney conspiracists... Conspiracists will fucking know and love this theory about the basketball court inside of It's not a theory. Everyone confirms it. Everyone confirms it, yet... Oh my god. (laughs) I've seen it on the imaginary thing, and it's not a fucking basketball court, bro. It's like a fucking literal... Like, it's like a hoop. It's a hoop. So it's a half court. Less than half court. Do you know why they wanted to build that in the first place? The whole reason in behind it? No, but I'm pretty sure someone really wanted that fucking half court. Well, the reasoning behind it (laughs) was that this infrastructure was too big. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can hold an infrastructure this big is if it was meant for sporting events or had an arena inside of it. 
Which actually is way smaller than the fucking sports arena that yeah. I know of. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me now. Now I'm thinking about it like, dude, that's I'm telling not you, someone a came up arena. with that idea and said like, hey, let's put a half court. It's not. Let's put a half like, court in I that don't, bitch. I think they thought like they had enough space and they were like, dude, let's just put a half court in like you said. Yeah. You know, but I'm not going to fucking speculate, you know. Right. I, I really think that it, it was something that came from the employees that worked there. I don't think that was it was something that was legal. I mean, I personally haven't looked at any documents that that uh, suggest that. But uh, if anybody does, hey, send them on over. We'd love to look at them, you know. Yeah. But uh, that really does. I mean, dude, you're really... The top two for Disneyland, you know, it really does for me have to be Mr. Toad and the Matterhorn. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember, dude, like when I first went to Disneyland with the girl that I'm dating now, Roxy, you know, yeah. uh, we got on the Matterhorn and I rode with her the first time I met her. Mm hmm. And you know how the seating is. It's like kind of, it's kind of weird, you know. It's like the person in front of you. You gotta like basically like straddle them, you know. Yeah. But uh, I was pointing out like all this, all the stuff, like all the things to look at, you know. Yeah. And she really, like, I don't know. She really liked that. She really liked that I knew where like all the like little things were. Yeah. You, she yeah. liked that you were, you know, your way around. Yeah. You know, like it does. Yeah. I mean, like, I, when I went to Disneyland with you, like, I trusted you because you've been there a handful of times, you know. I mean, the fast pass system is fucking off the chain now. Right. The first it's time I ever... Yeah. It's literally not a ticket anymore. It's a virtual pass. Right. It's like a risk. It's your phone. You can use your phone now. That shit is fucking tight as fuck. It was literally your wristband, but yeah, it's also your phone too. And and uh, in the Probably Florida parks, if yeah. you aren't from around there, yeah, it's a, it's a wristband. No, nope. you know? mm, here too. Yeah. Yeah. Here too. Yeah, here too. They they introduced that, but like after introducing it to Florida though. Yeah. Florida was first on that shit. I mean, for a complimentary tickets, it's just like the ticket itself, and you just go to both parks and stuff. Well, not even that. It's like the whole complimentary package. With, like, if you pay for the whole package, you basically get a room, you get food. See, it's a half court. Sorry. It's a half court, yeah. man. You it know was what I'm small. I knew not... it was like, it's a half court. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's fucking. Basis. But yeah, what were you going to say? Complimentary tickets. Yeah, those complimentary tickets. I mean, back in the day, you literally had to go and pay for A, B, C, and D and E of different rides. You had yeah. to pay per ticket to get into the park, first of all, and to have your tickets to go on the rides, man. Yeah. Like, it was hard back in the day. Like, people had to save up for this shit, man. Really? They did that? It was no, it, it was no bullshit, man. People came from the Midwest. People came from the East Coast. People I mean, came I from get that, deep, but they had deep. to show their whole ticket to, like, every ride they ever gone to. They... No, it was like this. Okay. It was like, Jungle Cruise was E-ticket. Yeah. Dumbo Ride was E-ticket. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to ride, oh, you know, yeah, the railroad ride, it was a ticket. Yeah, so it was a you different know? tier. I get, I get what you mean. So that you basically had to pay for every tier of ride. I never knew they even did it, like, did it that way. They have, if you go to Abraham Lincoln's like the memorial, what, what is it called? 
Well, when you walk in, now they have a bunch of little models of the areas that are now Disneyland. They have some of the original models that were actually implemented to create Disneyland, including the country section next to New Orleans, you know, where Splash Mountain was based. And then they also have, you know, the Rivers of America. So they lowered the tier, like, up to... um the great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Yeah, the great moments with Mr. Lincoln was basically. What tier was that? The okay, yeah. So, in uh, the memorial of Abraham Lincoln, you can basically see the great moments. The great moments with Abraham Lincoln in the lobby. You can actually see different tickets. The last time I saw it, at least, you could see different tickets that were from the eras when Disneyland first opened. Yeah. So you had A, B, C, D, and E tickets. So there were different zones. It was different zones. Yeah. Right. This would this okay. would be the tier. Is A is the top tier. A right. would be the most dangerous rides. Yeah. You know, A would be, uh, you know, Thunder Mountain. A would be probably Jungle Cruise at the time. Yeah. You know? And we could probably look that up, too, to see what, what those tickets were, you know? Yeah, I'm going to definitely check that out because I was like... Oh, but, shit, yeah, there like. was a different tier, and you had to get the tickets before you went in the park. So if you basically, you had enough to get into the park, that was enough. That was enough for you to just, like, get into the park and maybe buy a fucking turkey leg or buy some con candy or some popcorn and watch the fireworks show or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what it was back in the day. It was it was very simple. It was like, you want to ride on the rides, you got to have a ticket, you know? Right. Which, now, I, I give it to them, man. Like, giving the annual pass, like, they're making money off that shit. And they're also giving a person an annual experience to each ride. But when something like this comes up, you know? Like, what we're dealing with now, it's like, all right... All right, now we got to give everybody's money back. Yeah. Yeah, see, you were paid for, like, um, different lands. So Frontierland was, like, 15 cents. 15 cents for uh, Conesta Goga wagon. Freight train was, like, 25 bucks. Mad Tea Party was 15 bucks on Fantasy Island. Casey Jr. was 15 cents. Jumbo Elephant was 15 cents. And Mickey Mouse Theater was, like, 50 cents. And... In Tomorrowland tier, it was like uh, boat ride for 15 cents. But uh, I'm looking at the different coupons between that because there was like a whole different system. It became between E, D, C, B, A. Like you said, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, backwards. That's so weird. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's very weird how like... Is Mr. Toad's on there? Uh, I'm not seeing like the list of the rides, but it's just mm-hmm. telling me like the different coupon like tiers. I mean, I'm just saying, like, before... I mean, yeah, there was a passes, completely different You had different to dish. buy... Yeah. Like, imagine if your family could only afford to get in and you couldn't ride the rides. Yeah. Like, you don't want to look bad in front of them. You just want to give them the best experience you want. Yeah, but even then, like, even getting into the park was a fucking goal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it actually was. And that's the crazy part is, like, that... It was just so that unique. in itself was the American dream. Right. Because that's what he wanted. This is like the American dream. Because Walt wanted to do something like a 
about everything. He mm-hmm. had his hand in everything he can, like even like having to own and operate like a theme park. And he had ideas like Tomorrowland. That's a whole different concept of a land. You think about it. It was just Disneyland's concept of like the future of like 1960s or 1960s aesthetic of the future. You what know? really promoted it was the money, dude. The revenue that he made from selling cartoons, selling animations. Yeah, you catch on he fire. Was, yeah. He was making animations that people across the country would pay for to watch. Yeah. They paid their ticket to go watch this little flick, you know? It was a Nickelodeon. And now, what do we see? Now we see feature 3D films. 3D animations. Feature films. El Capitan with the fucking banner of whatever movie's next. Right. Whether it be Brave, whether it be that newest movie that the just next, came out. The next uh, box office. What's that? What's that? Uh, the newest one that came oh, out. Oh, the picture one. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Onwards. Onward. Yeah. Yeah. That was Whether supposed it be, to be onward, a, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that it was one supposed was to be released premiere, digitally. But it was released digitally, yeah. And I watched it. I did too. I watched it. It was a great fucking movie. I I like the ideas behind it. It was really great. You know, so I mean, look, everything is constantly advancing. Everything's being more cultured yeah. and more aware. It's you know yeah it's about innovation and uh, Walt Disney like believe in innovation and I just want to make something very clear I'm not defending any allegations of any theme parks of any deaths or anything like that yeah let's not make this political we're not trying to make it political we're just talking facts means. here man like yeah. people went to this park and if you were a kid and you enjoy these parks then you know exactly what we're talking about man <laughs> just the fun man just the fucking solid being with your family and you know doing your thing man yeah uh, I was lucky like I said I was lucky enough to have a pass up until the time I was 17 not really what happened I had an annual pass was that your allowance I, I mean I guess <laughs> I guess man right yeah cause I would go to Disneyland and they would fucking I'd buy a pickle I'd buy a pickle too that'd be my lunch that's it fair enough cause it cost fucking 14 dollars those fucking cocksuckers that's bullshit man it is bullshit that's that's honestly what I don't agree agree upon. Yeah. If you pay a ticket, why would why shouldn't food be less? Because they have their own growing process. Capitalism. They, man. Yeah, but then then <laughs> from that point, if they charge less for food at their parks, they could charge less for food globally. Don't, they're not gonna do that. Who knows? In five years, you'll see Disney fruits. Man, carts fruit. If Disney made their own beers, God bless. They have their own drinks. I give them that. What do you mean they have their own drinks? Yeah, they have their own drinks on DCA. Oh yeah. The Mad Hatters. The Mad Hatters. Dude, that shit will fucking turn you fast. I was just like, that ain't shit. Damn, bro. The Black Pearl. The Mad Hatter really got me on the good one. Gotta try the Black Pearl then. I'm gonna do that and the Black Pearl. Well, this has been Theme Parks with Sergio. So, um, I know you've been, you like Disneyland a lot, so I'm curious to say, like, what other theme parks that you haven't gone to 
would you like to go? You ever like it's a wish list. You know? I eventually want to visit every Disneyland park. Which one specifically? On the globe. Which well, one will be the first one? As soon as this fucking crisis bullshit blows over. It it takes planning, man. It's no bullshit, you know, because in my eyes, like it's art. It's like you're visiting a museum. Okay. Well, you know? it's also amount of days that you're gonna go to right. a different country. Exactly, and and you want to spend the time not only at the theme park, but in the in the city or in yeah. the area, you know. And uh, you know, my choice would definitely be Disney Sea in in uh, Japan. Yeah. It's in Japan. Well, what makes you want to go to Tokyo Sea? Well, first of all, the architecture. Um, they have a fireworks show that's like on the sea. It's literally the park is connected to the sea. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like have, right connected to the sea. It's almost like a sea They have like world. submarine rides and like yeah. little like schooner rides just around, just for fun. I don't want to go. I don't. Just like the mention of like submarines gives me like claustrophobic effects. I never actually gone to the whatever, dude. The point is this: is this journey of the center of the earth is in a claustrophobic state. You're in a little like fucking tank. What's well, a dark ride? But you know, there's. But the thing is this, dude. This is the fucking crazy part: is Japan literally spent billions and billions of fucking dollars to make it Disneyland out okay. there. Yeah. This was the biggest budget that they had. Yeah, and it was spent on their money. Disney, Walt Disney Corporation is a corporation. Right. It's going to take money from other lands, and it's going to fucking attribute them but to the where good they thing, see But the fit. good thing about Disney having to be in other lands, the government, or, you know, that piece of land has actually some freedom, some creative liberty to do things on their own. Like I seen some really crazy stunt work on their parades, which will never be allowed in like Disneyland in America. Yeah. You know? And they have a center of the earth ride. Are we going into top twos of the rides that you want to visit? Oh, top two rides of ones that I haven't visited? Yeah. Okay. Now that we're going into that, yeah. Top two. Top two. So, top two would definitely be these two rides. Yeah. First off, mm. the second one that I would love to visit, because the other one that I really want to fucking ride on that has a lot of projection mapping, fucking dope shit that's going I know what you're on. Talking about, yeah. Is the fucking Mystic, Mystic Manor. It's a Mystic Manor. It's a mansion. Mystic Manor, asshole. It's technically the haunted mansion, but the mystic version of it. And it has a lot of uh, Eastern culture around it. No, it's every culture. It's Eastern culture. It's every mostly. culture. It's mostly Eastern culture. I've watched the walkthrough of the. I watched the walkthrough too. That shit it's too. It's Greek. Yeah. It's Mexican. Like, there's a lot of things no that Mexican. are. There's definitely Greek. There's a lot of things that are in there that there's are definitely from Chinese, different cultures. Middle East, but it's mostly like Eastern culture. This thing has like a. Talk about Matterhorn, man. The Mystic Manor. I actually showed it to my sister. 
which is actually a, ride, a dark ride that um, involves a lot of animatronics, projections, and a lot of uh, physical architectural in, effects. Yeah. I w- yeah, I would call it that way because at one point, like, the wall actually breaks and every brick comes out of the wall and there's Physical a projection behind it. Physical architectural effects. Right. Mixed with projection mapping. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful. great combination. It's a great hybrid of things. And I wish I had a team to do it. Yeah. If you're eager to join a team. So Manny just basically picked two different Disney parks and two completely different. Well, that's what rides. I want to ride. Yeah. I don't that's blame what you. I want to ride. I don't blame you. I showed this to my sister earlier. You asked me what I wanted to ride. I told you. Yeah. So, um, the one park I actually wanted to go, I would say it's like uh, an Orlando park. I know that sounds lame, but I feel like Orlando really has it down when it comes to like uh, destination spots. But I actually wanted to really see what's down there, you know? And I'm a big fan of Universal, and I would like to go to Universal in Orlando, the studio. Specifically, the Island of Adventures, because that shit looks fucking legit as fuck. Have you gone there? Orlando Adventure Park? uh, Island of Adventures, Universal. Ah, That's where it has all the fun rides. (laughs) Man. You're talking to me now. This is the real theme park inside of me right now. I never. When I was there, I felt like I was in (laughs) Jurassic Park 4. Jurassic World? Yes! Alright. You see when all the fucking motherfuckers are eating the motherfuckers? Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I know. Okay. Do you remember where the pterodactyls were picking up the children and people from the parks? And And they made it out of a ride? (laughs) And they made it out of a ride. The pterodactyl ride. Okay. I know what you said. I know what you said. They basically just banked off that idea. They said, hey, let's make people scared, kind of. And then they'll buy food because they're hungry. That's what they said. Or make a ride out of it. Hey, but I gotta say, the Hulk ride is fucking legit. Really? I was gonna say Only me and my little sister Lucy were down to go on that fucking ride, dude. (laughs) Me and my sister were like, hey, let's wait for this ride. Dude, compared to Tomorrowland's space fucking mountain, okay? We waited 20 minutes. Oh, wow. 20 minutes. minutes. Was it worth it? Dude, it was like Riddler's Revenge on crack. (laughs) Are you just saying that because it's green? Watch the ride-throughs. Okay, I'm going to watch it. And then you tell me what the fuck. Yeah. Because I saw fucking some weird fucking professor shit. And then it went just into extreme turbo, extreme turbo, extreme extreme turbo. And then you go and see this fucking like big jar of like green shit. Right. And then more turbo on top of the turbo. It's just fucking crazy. So it was a really crazy ride. It was nuts. It blew me out of my whole mind. And the craziest part was this. What? Okay? What? I went to 
Walt Disney World on a budget, okay? And my sister said instead of having a ginsa, she wanted to go to Walt Disney World. And my parents asked me, do you want to go with us? So you went on a budget? Fuck yeah, I want to go with you guys. That sounds like better than the ginsa I had ever had. Dude, I, dude, that fucking ginsa will... Memories in the books, okay? It's locked in there. Yeah, but this is it. Is ever since this shit, now it's now I want to bring more people around me to there to over there because I now I know what's going on. So you want to really recommend people, and you want to actually show them to them. You want to show it to them. You want to go to Disney World. I know. Yeah, I want to go, but you want to go to Disney World. I actually really want to go to Disney. You want to go to Disney World and the Animal Kingdom. And I also want to go to Universal. And, and Island Universal. Adventures. Yeah. Adventure Island. Yeah. But... They actually lost the contract, and you know what's next? Wait, wait. Before we get into that, let me talk about the top two <laughs> rides that I want to go to. Top two rides? Yeah, man. Okay. That you I know want to go to. In okay. Universal Orlando, and that is the... <laughs> I really want to go into the Jurassic Park version of that, right? Okay, yeah. Because it's a, it yeah, seems a I lot bigger. That, yeah. It sounds a lot bigger. And no, I know we have a ride actually, over here. It's a screen that can break. Yeah. Well, it's Jurassic World now, a pro- at this which, point. Which is probably a projection that's yeah. able to, like, break a part of the it's glass. Like your, yeah, it's like that app where, like, yeah. you touch it and then it cracks. But, yeah, you're talking about Jurassic World. And, yeah, at this point, they do have Jurassic World, but they have a bigger section than they do in, like, Hollywood. It's, like, a complete center where it's just, like, I actually seen the walkthrough to that, and it's more educational for the most part. And I was just like, oh, shit. So, you know, me being as a dinosaur nerd that I am, you probably learned that at this podcast. Like, I would want to go that for that reason and I'm just like very excited like oh it's completely different much bigger and much more expansive than it is yeah but that's my first ride I want to go to the Jurassic World ride and check that area honestly but also a big part that we're missing go ahead go ahead but also like you mentioned there was a Incredible Hulk ride and I know they have like a whole Marvel properties around that area and I know their contract is going to end and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to make it in time <laughs> By the time this thing ends, I don't know. I'm just worried. I always wanted to check out the Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man show ride. That's what you wanted me to talk about. That's what you wanted me to talk about, you motherfucker. He just, he just like shifted his head and he, I like, shook yes, my head no. very violently and be like, "Yes, motherfucker, get the fucking cue." Okay, so <laughs> I'm kidding. The line was long. The line was about as long as. Bigfoot Rapids. All right. Just in a really unarranged fucking Brooklyn motion. But what was cool is this. All right. Remember in fucking Nintendo when they used to be like breaking news? Yeah, they knew they made it. And then it was like breaking news, and it was like talk about some like shit that happened in the city. Is that what they played? That's what they played in the background, bro. Like as you were waiting in line. As you were waiting in line. See the TVs that were like breaking news, blah blah, blah. and then that's when I realized that's where fucking 
they got it for Monsters Inc. ride. That's where they got that fucking like little pillar of every all the TVs around and shit. Yeah. Like remember when they played like so in Monsters you find, Inc. Yeah. When they played the like little videos of everybody going like crazy, like yeah. whatever, like there would be different videos of all that shit. Mm-hmm. It would be a combination of everything. Right. You know, so yeah. like that was the that was it. So let's go into beer number two. We were, talking about, we were talking about the Matterhorn just a minute ago. The Great Divide. The Great Divide. Speak about this beer and how it has to do with the Great Divide of steel architecture in roller coasters and not with the original schematic. Right. So the Great Divide is actually a brewery from Colorado. And since it's all wilderness and everything, there's a mystique of like, you know, you can find Bigfoot in there practically. And this is the this is the beer we're drinking, the Great Divine Yeti. We should go hang out with them. Stout. We should go hang out with them. We should. That would be sick. Get all uh, Jack Torrance on their bitch ass. I don't mean to call you a bitch ass, but you know what I mean. My joke. So, this is actually. I'm gonna be up for the next couple hours because now I'm drinking this espresso beer. The most interesting thing about espresso beers, especially if they have like coffee beans and everything, they don't keep you awake all the night. You notice that, right? Well, on my mind, they're fucking keeping me up. It's a placebo, ladies and gentlemen. They don't have caffeine at it in them what? at all. There's no caffeine in these no, beers? No, there's no caffeine in any stouts or porters. Well, let me just pour it all over myself. I'm just kidding. There you I go. wouldn't do that. So what do you think about this beer? Super espresso-y. Yeah. It, it tastes like a cold brew. Right off the top. This was cold brew before it was cold brew. <laughs> this feels like really roasted. Like the beans were really roasted on this. Like it tasted like a really roasted bean. Like it's just the first thing you have in the morning. <coughs> you want something dark. You're getting gas. You're getting really gassy. We're gonna cu- drink a couple beers and then we're gonna drink some coffee right afterwards. But this is what this beer Not really is. Not the way, man. But the Yeti, this Yeti beer, the stout, pretty strong, very fresh, very like roasted coffee. Something you want to have like right at the top of the morning, but it's in the beer. So it's just like, it's very fascinating how you like just get that rich taste. This is very like off the top, you just taste like those coffee beans. It just gives that notes, you know, that's what the stout is about, you know, most of the stouts really. And oh my God, it is 9.5. Yeah. It's very heavy. It's a very heavy beer. Yeah. And it is restricting. Very restricting. It's restricting my mind. There's a silhouette on the graphics. I need to expand my mind. On the graphics, it has a silhouette, a white silhouette of the uh, Bigfoot and then the forest and stuff. And it's a very simple uh, concept, having a brown background and then the white uh, silhouette graphics that's just a small one and then there's a big one big version of it but yeah it's a very good beer we want to have that tinge of coffee the tinge of coffee a big old tinge of coffee a big old tinge of coffee ladies and gentlemen it's like a folders in a can 
soldiers in a can, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Yeti Great Divide, brewed and canned by Great Divide Brewery, Colorado, Denver, okay, in Colorado. He's going to sip Welcome on to this. Sip on This with Mansky and Serge. So this is a segment where we recommend or give a little bit of a news tidbit on any topic, really. So what do you got, Manny? Man, I tried out the Iron Man VR demo mm-hmm. on PlayStation 4, and it's a 360 PlayStation game, which I don't VR. know about. Yeah. It's kind of weird. No other VR game has been 360. I mean, they support 360. Don't get me wrong, okay? They support 360, but it's not meant to be played in 360. So This is a specific game meant to be played in 360. So most games are like 180? At, at, at most, extent. yeah. Yeah, at most, yeah. They be, you basically have half the screen of what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not doubting it. I'm not against it. I'm actually for it. I think this is the way to go. But you need to make it safer, like, for the person to stand on. You need to make an omnidirectional pad for kids that are 10 years old and up, up to adults that are 50 years old or 60 years old and up. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to play the games. Yeah. I know know what you mean. Because there's a lot of videos where it has, like, a lot of VR safety protocols. And everyone's saying, like, it's it's safe to have, like, an omnidirectional, like, trim. Like a trim mill. Right? And to, like, have the most safest, like, uh, environment that you have around you. Because you really can't see anything. So you want, like, anyone who's very fragile, like, say, like, a child from, like two years old to like 10 from anyone to like that's a senior from like 50 years old to love to experience this i mean people literally pay for the experience of vr and be able to hold you know vr guns and all that shit i did it at not yeah you know you pay for a certain amount of credits they they put you in a room and you're literally in a room where it's a VR room. They fucking hand you your gun. Right. And it's a revolver and you fucking look at the gun. It's all and fucking super fucking... That's where we placed the point. kingdom of the dinosaurs. That VR ride. The voice Dude, if the they reach. mixed the dinosaur ride with VR... That'd be cool. It would be over. Game over. But they actually have a little, like... Um, you're welcome. You know the little trains? You're welcome. Not... You know the little train, the little um, thing that they use on the track, um, the track ride for like King of the Dinosaurs, that model car. They actually have it in the game. Like a, they have a 3D model of that game as like a homage to like, oh yeah, this used to be this this ride. Is in the bottom of the sea. The bottom of the sea, huh? Yeah. Man, that shit looks shitty. You don't like I that right? say. No, I don't like that right. I don't like that right at all because it's a shit-ass fucking portrayal of projection mapping. They took no fucking time. They just said, hey, let's pay this technology company to make this fucking ride. 
and fucking let show us how to reset it if it goes wrong mm. and blah 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 and they just fucking got the shit ass end of the stick dude in between every segment of the ride there should be something that sticks out at you in real life you know what I'm yeah. saying there needs to be something physically there to attract the person that's in the ride dude yeah. I get it you know, for a little ass kid, you're fucking turned around and turned around, and you could see it. Yeah, you could shoot it. It's almost like the no. It's almost know. like the Toy Story ride. People know when you're half-assing it, dude. Yeah, it's almost like the Toy Story ride from like uh, Disneyland, where it's like an arcade game. Like you get to shoot, and then you make points out of it, and then at the end of the and that shit ride, was tight. Yeah, at the end of the ride, they give you like a scoreboard. It's like the same concept from that. But this is just like Nots being like Nazis. having to be innovative. No, not innovative, but keeping up to the times. Just kidding. Because Cedar Point's actually really like uh, they're responsible of like taking out the King of the Dinosaurs and replacing with like the that 3D ride, like the voice of the. Honestly, I don't know what it's called, but I've been on that ride once <laughs> and having to replace it with like that type of uh, dark ride technology. And having to gone through it, and you know, having the same concept of like the bus Lightyear ride that they have in um, Disneyland. Astro Blasters. It's Astro Blasters, right? Right across from Star Tours. Yeah. And Star Tours, thinking about Star Tours now, they've actually upgraded all the graphics. Yeah. They have full HD graphics, and every fucking image is supposed to be different. I've, yeah, I've it's different the same scenarios. Fucking, no, but I've gone in the fucking same experience once or twice. Really? You know, I'm not going to fucking There's lie. There's like five different experiences. So it's like That's really- what they say, man. But you know what? You got to be fucking really lucky to get on that shit. Right. I wish you could just choose. I don't know why they gave me the option well, to no, choose. No, that, that's the whole point. You don't get the choice. It's given to you. All right. It's a journey. You're on a star tour. <laughs> All right. I you get know? what you're saying, yeah. That was one of my favorite rides. I don't know why I didn't say that Honorable was mentions. one of my favorite my. No, honestly. That's one of my... Honestly, no, I want to subject... Okay. I want to actually take out one of the choices that No, no, made. no. Let's just do an honorable uh, mention. What would be your honorable mention? Well, I don't care. Well, I'm going to subject one of my choices okay, go for ahead. Star Tours. Okay, go ahead. Because Star Tours was the shit okay it used projections it used animatronics it used big robotic fucking levers that moved a whole tour of people in a room okay yeah and on top of that it looked super futuristic it fucking blew everyone's minds That's it why made they, you feel like you were in a movie. That's why they had it in Tomorrowland. It was just like, you know, part of that future sci-fi um, co- high concept. Do you know every plant in Tomorrowland is edible? Yes. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. They're all edibles. Take it while you can. You know what? The janitors... <laughs> they don't working, give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. That's what they go after... After your That's dumbasses they, leaves, they're like, all right. Hey, they're making themselves a sandwich with the fucking mustards. So this has been a good one. This has been Sergio, one of your hosts. Hey, wait, but I didn't even talk about SeaWorld and the fucking, that one roller coaster. That Fuck SeaWorld. They keep animals in captivity. Let's not talk about that. Yo. 
I agree with that. They should not hold their fucking... These majestic animals need to be free. They can't be in fucking exactly. covered cages. Exactly. Let's not get too emotional on this, but... I'm gonna know. get emotional on this. I'm fucking mad. All right, guys. This has been a good one. This is why I belong in Toontown. Yeah, he does belong in Toontown. So... It's been a good one. Theme parks, uh, reach out to us. Um, everyone be safe. Everyone will be good. This is the 14th episode now? 14th. Wow. This is the 15th. 14th. 15th. If you don't cut that many. But you know what? It's all good. Signing out. This is Sergio. And this is... Hurry up. Man's Oh my god. Later. Pretty cool though. No.